This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio. Hey folks, welcome back and thank you for joining us. My name is Evan Fricks and I'm with Master Plan Retirement Consultants. With me as always, advisor Mark Fricks, also with Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Mark, how are we today? Uh, we are great. Having a great day and a great week and a uh, beautiful year, wonderful weather. Everything's good. Excellent. Well, today we will be discussing the color of money. And no, that is not the Paul Newman and Tom Cruise film about pool hustlers. Rather, even though oh, that, darn. Is, that, that is a fun one, that is a fun <laughs> we'll one. We'll do that next time. Um, Rather, the color of money we will be discussing today refers to a spectrum of asset diversification, a way to classify your dollars based on risk. Mark, can you give us an overview of the color of money? Absolutely. So the color of money is kind of the basis of everything we do when it comes to retirement planning. Uh, As some of you already know, retirement planning is much more than just investing. Right. Retirement planning has to do with everything that occurs in retirement, whether it be Social Security maximization, tax strategies, uh, income planning, Medicare, long term care planning. I mean, it's just a whole spectrum of 12 to 15 areas. And so the, the color of money is kind of the underlying theme of what to do with our money in retirement. Um, you know, you, you, you look at, uh, you know, when I was 25, 35 years old, uh, we talk about diversification. And diversification is all about, hey, we want some money in some large cap and some small cap and maybe a little bit of precious metals and maybe something in international, whatever. And that's great when you're accumulating. But as you reach retirement, money has to be treated differently. And so we've kind of assigned colors that kind of represent the different uh, areas that money needs to be in. And this uh, concept of color of, of money, where does it originate? Oh, well, you know, it's been around a little while. It's really beginning to pick up steam. I originally uh, had a colleague introduce me to it, Dave Vick, uh, gosh, about 12 years ago. And so when we formed this firm 12 years ago, we built kind of the basis on that. And then we've built upon that. We've kind of added some things. We, we've fluffed it out some more. There are several other companies that are using it or beginning to, to kind of dip their foot in the water. Uh, so it is gaining momentum, but it just makes sense. I mean, when we go through it today, uh, people are going to go, yeah, I mean, that that's that's what you should do. That's how it works. And that's why we just keep using it, utilizing it, and why it's been so super popular. So it seems like an approach to visualizing one's money. Yeah, it does help visualize. And that's interesting. I have so many people, uh, as we present it, they, they say, I, I just love being able to see what it looks like as opposed to a 38-page report of will your money last a lifetime type of thing. And so it's not, it's not an illustration. It's a plan. It's a way to start the planning from 30,000 foot. And then we begin breaking that colors down into various buckets um, so that uh, we are the most efficient with every bit of our money that we can be. I would love to discuss a little bit more about the buckets later on, because uh, I know that's a yep. little bit more detailed uh, beyond the color of money. But can yes. we can we start to look at the preliminary steps of the color of money? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, three basic colors, because there's really only three basic areas you can put your money. I know that sounds a little weird. But really, when you think about it, the, the first place, and these are all industries, by the way, so the, each color kind of represents an industry. And let's just say right off the bat, every industry wants all your money, 
okay? But we believe there needs to be some in each individual column or color, okay? So let's start with the yellow. Yellow's uh, very simple. When you think of yellow, what do you think of? I think of caution, like a caution light, right? And so yellow is a cautious bucket or column. And so yellow is basically cash. Mm -hmm. It could be in your pocket. It can be in the bank. It can be in a money market. It can be in a CD, anything that has two attributes, liquid um, and safe, mm -hmm. okay? It also has a negative attribute. The negative attribute is it doesn't make anything. And that's why you have to be cautious. It feels really good to have a bunch of cash. You know, I've got one client, bless her heart, if she doesn't have $200,000 in cash, she's just not happy. <laughs> I've talked to her, I've talked to her, but it doesn't matter. But it feels good to her. And I say, well, you know, I'm not going to fight that if it feels good. But think about last year, our inflation was, what, 8.5%? Banks were paying 0.1%. So basically, you lost almost 8.5% on your money that was in cash. That's right. But we got to have some, okay? So what, you know, we, we kind of decide each client's a little bit different, uh, different, but how much cash should you have? Again, it's different, what's coming up, things like that. But typically, and I, I hate to have kind of use a typical client, but typically two to 5% of your assets should be in a really relatively easy to access cash type position. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Next color, and by the way, when, when I like to label industries, so yellow money would be, I just call it banks, okay? And again, banks want all your money. They want all your money in cash, or, or maybe they'll send you over to the little securities person or in the corner or whatever, but, but they're all fighting for your money. I just want to kind of reiterate that. Checking, savings, money market. CDs. Um, life insurance, mm -hmm. cash value? Mm -hmm. Cash value, life insurance, uh-huh. That's, that's considered yellow money because it's, Pays three to four percent. Doesn't pay much, um, but it's easy. You know, as long as there's no surrender charge, it fits in there. Uh, government bonds mm. fit into to yellow money. Now they're not very liquid, so they're not a perfect fit. But you know, they're guaranteed and, and they pay a lower rate, and so that's uh, something else that would fit there. Excellent. Yep. What color would you like to discuss next? Let's flip over to red. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Red money. Uh, what do you think of when you think of red? I think of risk. Danger, maybe, but this illustrates more about risk. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, red money, I label it Wall Street. Okay, so red money is anything, it's kind of different from cash because it can go up and can go down, right? Stocks uh, can go up and down. Bond portfolios can go up and down. Um, precious metals fits there. Land, real estate fits there. Mm. Beanie babies can fit there, right? <laughs> so they go up and down in value. Uh, so, so it's anything that can gain money and lose. So the positive with red money is it um, we can make a great return. Right. And it keeps up or surpasses inflation, okay? Um, the negative is is has risk, right. okay? So the two positives, again, better return, Typically liquid, okay. Again, it's not always perfectly liquid, but typically liquid. Uh, the negative, again, losses. So, you know, if I'm 35 years old, I need to have 95% of my money in red risk money because we know over time the market's going to make money. But we're talking about retirement planning now. Right. So, as we approach retirement planning, um, you know, it's really hard to retire and take $5,000 a month out of your stock market portfolio if the portfolio is down 38%. There's something called the sequence of risk of returns. And what that says is, is if you're taking money out of an account on a regular basis, that depending on where the losses come, you may uh, accelerate 
the loss of, of your account. You can run out of money much quicker. And so that's why we created an additional color, which is green money. Uh, I will say something about red money before we leave that. Here um, with uh, Master Plan Retirement Consultants, we take red money. Uh, and if you uh, uh, ask me, I'll send you my book. But we take red money, which we talk about this, and we turn it more of a shade of orange. And so what I mean by that is as you approach retirement, we need to put um, a little bit of uh, governor's on it maybe, might be a good way to put it, uh, because we don't necessarily need to be chasing 25% returns uh, You know, if you're 65 years old. Um, but what we do is we, we take that and we will uh, put it in various portfolios and use what's called active management, which is basically computer-driven uh, investing. So instead of looking back last year and saying, hey, uh, Coke did good last year, so we're gonna buy Coke this year, rear view mirror driving, You've heard me say that before. Instead, the computers are able to look at the algorithms and kind of see what's coming and what's happening today and tomorrow and can make a trade at any time to capture that gain or avoid that loss. And so what we've seen based on studies is uh, a, a typical actively managed account will gain, uh, will earn approximately 2%, uh, I'm sorry, 3% better return after fees than just an unmanaged account. So typically a little bit better return with uh, a little bit less risk. And so that red money becomes a little more orange. Now, still, that doesn't mean you put everything there because there's still the danger, again, of taking income from that, things of that nature. But you got to have some red money or orange money. I'll have some pe uh, people come in and say, I want all mine in green and yellow. We'll get into green in just a minute. We still we got to have some of that better growth for long term. Uh, so that's red slash orange money. You mentioned your book. In fact, the Color of Money is chapter three of his book, The Road Less Traveled, featured right here next to me for those of you who are watching. Um, if you want a copy of Mark's book, you can call us, you can visit our website. Our website is masterplanretire.com. Our phone number is 770-980-9262. In addition to the book, you're also welcome to schedule your complimentary consultation with Mark. And that's just a conversation starting out, uh, talking a little bit about your situation, um, your wants and needs and desire in retirement. And then there are also some complimentary uh, retirement reports and feedback from that report, uh, from that uh, conversation. So check that out, masterplanretired.com if you're interested. Mark, we still got one more color to go. We do. Green. Green money. So what do you think of with green? I kind of think of green as go, but um, it, it's it's um, we call it protected growth. OK, so if, if red slash orange is risk growth, green is protected growth. So what is that? So we've got banks in yellow, right? We've got Wall Street in red slash orange. Green is insurance companies. And so what is the purpose of an insurance company? is to provide some type of protection, whether it's protection for your home if it burns down, a life if you pass away. In this case, we use a very selective product or tool um, that is uh, annuity-based. And by the way, Evan, do you know what the world's biggest annuity is? I do. May I share? <laughs> that would be Social Security. Exactly. So I, I ask people, I say, do you own an annuity? No. Well, actually, you probably do because uh, Social Security is based on um, annuity concepts. And the first annuity in this co uh, country came about in 1759 from Europe to create pensions for clergymen. I just learned that about six months ago. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And so basically an annuity's job, uh, just like a pension in social security is to provide guaranteed income. 
Okay. Uh, now there are some good ones and some bad ones. In fact, I, in fact, about 90% of the annuities out there, I don't like, but there is a, a small group that is growing drastically that has, um, I think pretty much everything positive. So green money is, is uh, for income. Mm. Okay. So I told you, I don't want to take money out of a stock market that's doing this. By the way, you've probably heard this before. 80 years of the stock market history is 8%. Okay. Guess what the market has averaged since 2000? Yeah, the year 2000, 6.2. So the volatility is increasing. So that's why, again, we're moving more and more toward green money. So the attributes of green money is um, uh, protected principle. So it can't go down. It can only go up. And it goes up with a market index. It's not in an index, but it's with an index. So if the index goes up 10, maybe you get 8. If the index goes up 12, maybe you get 10 or whatever, but the index makes a negative 12, you get a zero, which feels pretty good when all your neighbors made a negative 12, right? And so that's stable enough that we can take income from it and even add a rider that creates guaranteed income for life. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, if you pass away before that it bucket's empty, um, it, uh, it keeps paying if you want to, to a spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, anything left in there can go to a death benefit to the kids. If you outlive the bucket, it still keeps paying you. Mm. So it's a perfect tool for income. So if we don't like taking money from you know, the stock market because of what I said about the risk of sequence of returns, this is a perfect tool to use for yeah. that. And so it has become basically um, almost a 50-50 type scenario where about 50% of, uh, of a client's money stays in the risk growth, right? The orange slash red and about 50% in green. Now that's not a rule. That's kind of a guide. Really it depends on how much income you need, right? I mean, right. if you've got two pensions, two social securities, and you don't need much income. We might not put much in the green. Although a lot of people will come to me and say, I want more in green because I like protected growth, but still it's good to have a balance because again, green, the attributes, the two positives are number one, uh, better growth than cash and protected principle, kind of like cash is. But the negative is the other two have liquidity. These have less liquidity. Well, kind of what I tell people is, this. I say, you know, is social security liquid? I mean, can you call them up and say, hey, I need 50 grand out of my social security? No, they're not going to do that. It's designed for income. The good thing about these annuities are, is they are liquid. In fact, they're 100% liquid, but there could be a penalty if you take out more than a certain amount each year. So kind of like a CD, maybe you're going to pay a 5% penalty or whatever. So that's the that's why I love the three colors, because every one of them have a different negative, mm. and every one of them have two positive attributes. And I, I, it's just, it, it's a great system. Now, if somebody walks in and says, hey, Mark, I don't want anything in the market, we're going to have a long discussion, okay? Or maybe we put something in a very simple bond portfolio, but I would never put anybody 100% in green. Uh, and I really, I think I've got one client that's 100% in red or orange. Um, Everybody else loves the balance, yeah. and it really works well. Yeah. You touched on it just briefly, um, but ha and, and I know every client that comes in is different. Everyone mm -hmm. has a different si uh, situation financially, asset-wise. Also, everyone has a different risk tolerance of what they're exactly. willing to Good accept. Point. So how do you determine, from a 30,000-foot view, what percentage of their money needs to be allocated per color? So uh, first of all, we have a discussions about what, what their risk is and how they feel about risk in the market. And once we go through how, how the annuities work that we use, it's called a hybrid index annuity. Um, once we discuss that, then I kind of start with an income plan. I mean, that's where it all begins. If you don't have income in retirement, nothing else matters. Taxes don't matter. 
Legacy doesn't matter if you don't have income, right? So, right. so we start with their already income that they're going to have in retirement. What's your Social Security payment going to be uh, based on when you retire and when we might want to turn it on? Does, does your spouse have Social Security? Uh, do you have a pension? So let's say uh, Social Security, Social Security, pension, need. Mm-hmm. This is called an income gap. Okay. okay, so now we can kind of see how much we might want to put in green to provide enough income to, to close that gap so that they know they are guaranteed income for the rest of their life. If the market goes to zero, which it won't, but even if the market goes to zero, they have guaranteed income for life. And that gives a pretty good feeling for someone knowing that they're replacing that paycheck with another paycheck. It just looks a little bit different. And so that's where I start is what income do they need? Now, we may end up having three or four. This is where we start getting into the bucket concept, right? So under green may be three or four different accounts because maybe we want to turn on income in the beginning and delay Social Security. So maybe it's a five-year income bucket. And then we turn on Social Security and we have less income. Maybe the second uh, annuity comes in and creates smaller income. And then the third one later in life with inflation, it, it turns it on. And th- so it's kind of a kind of a laddering. Right. It's kind of the same thing with the red money, right? Mm-hmm. We, we need some red buckets that are very conservative, like money I might need in six months to a year. Uh, the next bu- bucket might be money I might need in two to five years for that big Europe trip or whatever. The next one might be long-term growth for 10, 20 years away for whether it be the lake house we want or whether it be health, you know, health care, things like that. So each of those colors may have two, three, four different buckets as well. So now you end up, I love, I love to tell this story. So when I was a little kid, I played peewee football, okay? Uh, and I think I was eight years old. And so I played defense a lot. And so we had one play on defense. Mm-hmm. Boys, go get the ball. <laughs> that was our play. And everybody ran toward wherever the football was. Well, you know, if you stay in football, as you progress, middle school, high school, you start kind of picking your position based on your talents. You begin having plays. If you make it to college, it's very, you know, it's very, uh, you you may play one position only ever, uh, much more plays. You make it to the NFL, you are, um, you definitely, in other words, Tom Brady, I never saw him punt. I never, never saw him play linebacker. He didn't kick off, right? He had one job. And so, that's what we do with these buckets. If we want to make sure that what that job is for that bucket, I want the best tool for that job. And that's what I mean by the efficiency of money. Each bucket, what's best for that? As opposed to, Mark, I have this big 401k um, and I need it to grow. I also need it to produce income. I need some of it to be tax-free, some of it to be tax-efficient. It can't do it. Right. So we start splitting that into those buckets. But it starts with the color of money, the broad categories. Um, a concept I've heard you or a phrase um, that I've heard you say before is hope so versus no so money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, thanks for bringing that up. So we call red money not only is it risk growth, but it's hope so money. We hope that when we need it, it's there. And I'm not saying it's going to disappear. I'm just saying that right now, if I needed to buy a car, so I needed $30,000. Red money is not a great place to go because the market's down between 5 and 25%. And so now you're digging into something that's already down. That's called selling low. That's like not a good thing, right? Locking in your losses. (laughs) Exactly. You've locked in your losses. And so um, that's hope so money. I hope when I need it, it's there. Green money we call um, have to money. That's money we have to have because it's funny. You know, the power company, you don't send them a check things go dim, yeah. right? You don't send in a mortgage payment. Um, they come and tow your house away or 
kick you out or whatever. So that's that's that half to money is the green reds hope so money. And I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. So color of money is a little bit of a 30,000 foot preliminary view. Mm-hmm. Um, how does this fit within the entire re- retirement planning scheme is do we go further back to 60,000 foot view or can we start to hone in a little bit? We, we definitely start zeroing in. We've got the, the big concept and then we, we start with a circle called money management. And so that's where the colors of money fall into. You, you start with money. Uh, you know, legacy is important. Uh, tax planning is important, but you got to get the money fixed first. So that first circle we work on is money management. Don't confuse money management with just investing. It is creating income, when to take Social Security, how to take your pension, and maybe some budgeting and debt consolidation or debt, getting rid of debt, anything to do with money. And so that's where the color of money fits in. That's the first thing we address. We start in uh, planning meeting number one, looking at the 30,000 foot view of the color and then start developing that income plan and then that growth plan uh, and then and flesh that circle out. And then we move into the second circle, which we've talked about before. We'll talk about again, which is tax strategies. And, you know, Evan, as you know, this is not about preparing taxes. Okay. And, and, you know, we, we do that, but that's, that's not what this is about. This is about looking ahead. I love the phrase. um, A lot of people think of taxes in a micro. Mm, Okay. Micro meaning I want to save money this year to put by putting money in an IRA. We prefer thinking in a macro the next 25 years of your, of your life. How can we reduce taxes? And we have several good concepts to do that. So that's that next circle. Uh, so now we get that accomplished. And then the next, the third big circle is legacy planning. You know, how do we make sure we're taken care of uh, if we are incapacitated or pass away, making sure things pass on to either our spouses or the next generation, uh, probate free as much as possible, tax free as much as possible. Um, and, and just trying to make it easy. We even have meetings with the kids and whoever else is involved if the client wants to to uh, make sure they know what's going on and how things are set up. So it's a, it's a seamless uh, transition. You know, as we've been in business, as I said earlier, 12 years. Our first nine years, we had one passing, one death of a client. Mm. Uh, in the last three years, uh, we may be up to 18 to 20. Yeah. And it's because of... Um, when we started, we started working with people 55 to 65. Well, those people now are 65 to 75 or more. And so we're, we're uh, seeing how important it is. And we're right. paying even more attention to that part of it as well. Want to make sure you're prepared. It's very easy to put that off. But that is the third major circle. Excellent. Well, folks, I want to remind you of our website, masterplanretire.com. There you can find multiple retirement resources, a link to uh, YouTube, the radio show, uh, other resources and handouts, information about our firm. But the most important thing there is a schedule now button, and that will take you directly to Mark's calendar where you can find a time that works best for you and schedule that complimentary consultation. No strings attached. Have a conversation with Mark. Get a little bit of insight. Uh, from him, and he'll get a little information from you as well, um, and see if we can't uh, give you a, a starting off point at the very least. So, um, yeah, feel free to check that out. Also, our phone number seven seven zero nine eight zero nine two six two extension four. We love folks coming and visiting us in office. We're in Marietta, Georgia, West Cobb area, but uh, we also have a little thing called Zoom, and we're happy to use that as well, or even just a phone call. So uh, take advantage of that. We would love to hear from you. Mark, uh, any final parting words to sign us out today? Yeah, just uh, schedule a, a 
you know, that initial consultation and anybody that schedules that um, after our discussion, um, if, it, if uh, it leads to it, we'll run a series of reports, usually six to eight reports to see where you're at and where you can be tripped up. And so, you know, knowledge is power. Part of that knowledge is, is knowing what lies ahead and preparing for it, as opposed to just blindly driving down the road toward retirement, hoping everything works out. You know, what's the old saying? Hope is not a plan uh, type of thing. So that's kind of why we call it a retirement roadmap, because it is a roadmap to and through retirement. So, yeah, make sure you schedule that. 30 minutes is always a great chat. I, get, I love getting to know people. And so masterplanretire.com is the place to go. Thanks, folks. We appreciate y'all tuning in. See you soon. And remember, plan well and prosper. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com or call 770-980-9262. Thanks for listening and remember, plan well and prosper.